It's all about Southampton. The So So Show with Zoe Hansen and Simon Clark. Hello and welcome to The So So Show. It's a weekly look at life in Southampton and a distraction maybe from the half term if you've got kids around you all the while. It's hosted by her, Zoe Hansen. And him, Simon Clark. And I wish it was just a half term. I wish it was just a week, but it's not. It's six of them. Right, this week... We combine two of my favourite things, eating out in Southampton and Love Island. It was a while ago. It was in 2017 that I was there. So it it honestly feels like a lifetime ago now. Do you know, always, always do I mix school holidays and half terms up. I've been doing it ever since my children started going to school. Thankfully, I've only got one more year of that. And then it won't matter to me anymore. Doesn't matter what you call it. The only thing that will be relevant is how busy the roads are in the morning if I have to be somewhere. Right, right. And you can tell the difference, can't you? You can. And at three o'clock. Yes. Um, Now, this week, um, I came across a brand new family competition. So for the first week of the summer holidays, I offload my child to her grandparents. Uh, I ring them and I say, "Okay, she's coming the first week because she's doing my editing and I'm doing her (laughs) (laughs) editing. So they had her for a week and then I went... Uh, to pick her up and I stayed for the weekend. Uh, We had my auntie and my cousin and uh, a couple of little ones over as well. We found a new family competition to play. This might change Christmas for you. We all did our blood pressure and our oxygen levels. (laughs) Oh, my word. Because I think my mum and dad are the only ones that in our family that have these machines at home <laughs> so it went round the whole room and everybody's like oh well that ain't well oh, i don't know do it again do it again see if you can get it any lower <laughs> competitive <laughs> blood pressure taking exactly that exactly that my auntie moaning about it's a bit tight it's a bit tight on me oh shut up get on with it <laughs> so when you're doing this is the winner the person with the lowest blood pressure or the highest okay so lowest bro- blood pressure wins i think that was me is that because you hadn't had her for the week? Yes, right. I think that's probably okay. it. So uh, it's the lowest blood pressure and the highest oxygen level. Is that because you'd just done a park run in the morning? It might have been, actually. Yeah, more, yeah. More air coming in as you're puffing and panting your way Something around. like yeah. that. I think maybe the blood pressure was, was low because it was a couple of hours after park run and I was pretty much asleep. <laughs> oh, my, but it was so brilliant to be back at park run. If you've never done park run, right, you've heard about this. It's... Uh, three miles it's 5k it's on a Saturday morning at nine o'clock there are hundreds there are thousands of them across the world and they have all these helpers and these volunteers that run these events and they will support you all the way around all the marshals and the Southampton one is I think the second or third biggest in the country last time they did a total of the numbers yeah it is but you can see people starting to come back to it now Um, and it just felt really good to be out there and doing it so I I took the chance. I went, went and did it. I was blowing at the end of that. Oh my god! But I bet you had so many people encouraging you on the way round. I did have people encouraging me on the way round. What wasn't encouraging was the two extra stone I'm carrying. <laughs> Since I last did it, you know, before lockdown, I mean, look, everybody's put on a bit of lockdown luggage, but, you know, this was my sort of start of my fight back 
to fitness. And uh, yeah, it was brilliant. I love Park Run. So I've got to ask the question, given that you've been to your parents, given that Lois has been to your parents, given that George the Hamster has been to your parents, yeah. did George <laughs> escape this time? Did your dad have to dismantle anything to rescue him? No, no, didn't even have to take a kitchen cupboard apart. Excellent. Because he stayed in his cage. I think nobody was even going to get him out at any point. Like, do not touch that cage. But we have another hamster at our house back in Southampton. Our friends have gone away camping for a couple of weeks. We are looking after Iris. So there's George, who's a boy. There's Iris, who's a girl. I've put them in separate rooms. I would have put them in separate houses if I could. (laughs) We were cleaning them out yesterday and we were saying, okay, well, well, do you think they quite like each other? They were sort of looking over. And I was like, okay, well, this is either going to be love or war. We don't want babies or fighting. So I think we best just keep them apart. But they were certainly interested in each other. And uh, my daughter was saying, I think they love each other. I think they're boyfriend and girlfriend now. And I'm like, yes, well, they mustn't be doing that because they're too young for it. (laughs) (laughs) I bet hamsters know when there's another hamster nearby. Even if they can't see them, they must be able to pick up the scent. Must do. Absolutely must do. Now, so that's my week. Uh, What's been going on in your week? Any good weddings going on? I've just worked constantly since I saw you last. (laughs) And I'm not complaining about it. Yeah, yeah. Because it's great after 16 months of sitting on our asses and not doing a lot. We are up to our eyeballs in weddings. We did 32 weddings across my team in July. We've got 43 in August. Wow. And at the moment, I'm I'm trying to catch up with everybody who's got a wedding in September and say, hi, you need to fill in your client brief and, right. and we need to do this and we need to do that. So it's an avalanche of admin. Yeah. Plus there's new stuff coming in all the while. Plus I keep getting curveballs like my daughter thinks she might have broken her toe. Oh no! So so she's two weeks she's been <laughs> complaining about this toe that a horse trod on. Out. And now I'm thinking, do you know what? Tomorrow morning, we'll go to A&E and we'll right. get it looked at. Yeah. And she was like, oh, but I don't want to waste their time. I said, it's been two weeks. <laughs> yeah. We need to get it looked at. So there's all of those little life curveballs coming in on top oh, of, of an avalanche of work. But the weddings have been really, really fun. Yeah, It's been really easy to spot the weddings where the guests haven't been isolated. Okay. As in, you can spot a mile off if they're a teacher, the couple. Right. Because... If they're teachers, most of the guests have been around each other because school's still been happening. Yeah. And they've been on the dance floor from the word go. Right. They just want to dance. They do. And they don't have any catching up with people to do because they've not stopped seeing each other. Some of the other weddings, however, have been really late to start because you've got a room full of people who haven't seen each other for the best part of two years. Of course. And they've just had loads of yakking to do. And then Uh finally you get to about half ten maybe and they'll just boom dance floor is gone so so uh as a team as hampshire event djs do you actually go on the mic and say come on stop yakking get dancing no we just keep our <laughs> mouths shut and keep playing the tunes maybe we should be doing that <laughs> maybe this is why you don't work for us <laughs> i'm playing this music come on get on the floor no it's just you just have to accept that that's what people are doing and, and change the music and it goes a bit more love islandy backgroundy yeah while nice. they're off having a chat rather than playing love shack to an empty room it makes you look like you know <laughs> you're just rubbish at your job 
But it's been really nice to be around people celebrating and it's really nice to be busy again, even if it is the most relentless period of work in my life that I've ever experienced. What's, what's strange is there are so many weddings going on at the moment and I think because there was such a backlog, like the weddings that didn't happen in the last 18 months, everybody's trying to get them in in the next couple of months and they're being booked in for sort of well, I'll say strange times because uh, my friend Julie, she was at a wedding at the weekend and they had to be there at quarter past 10 Wow! in the morning. So that's the time of the wedding. So they, they got married at a golf club or they had a ceremony at the golf club and then they went off to a registry office and then they came back. So they left their guests there for like two hours while they actually got married, (laughs) came back. Everybody's absolutely sozzled. It's not even 12 midday. And of course, some of the registry offices are literally like wedding factories at the moment. Yeah, yeah. And some of the celebrants are going from here to here to here. Yeah. I know one that did four weddings in a day, which is pretty extreme. That's a film, isn't it? Something like that. (laughs) Just, Just one element missing. And, and, you know, like last week, I was out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night last week. Friday and Saturday, I had radio to do. Sunday, I had a wedding. Uh, Monday wow. night, we had two. This week, we've got two on Thursday, three on Friday, seven on Saturday. Wow. That's a lot of admin. Yeah, <laughs> I can see where your head's at. You see diving. what I mean now? Yeah, I yeah. I'm, I'm really sorry that I'm frazzled today. Got admin, admin, admin. But I'm not going to complain about it because after 16 months of not doing anything, it's yeah. just nice to be back out. Of course. And now people are back out and about doing stuff. You need suggestions on where you can go because so many new places have opened yeah. up in the last year or so while we've all been in our own homes. Doing admin. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this week on the So So Show, Zoe's been chatting to Alicia Jade, who is the brains and taste buds behind Southampton Eats. I originally started my own blog and website back in maybe, I want to say 2016. Um, And that was the Southampton Girl. And it was mainly because people kept asking me for recommendations of places to go. Instead of repeating myself, I just decided, right, let's let's start a blog. Let's have it all written down um, and and make a thing of it. Then in 2017, I realised that probably not everyone wants to follow me. Um, as a person and would rather just look at restaurants. Um, so I started Southampton Focus, which is kind of a tourism um, website, but for local people. And yeah. that evolved then into Southampton Eats because it was very apparent that a lot of people were asking for restaurant recommendations. Um, so I just thought I'd split the pages up and I have two. Yeah, great. So Southampton Eats, uh, you go to all sorts of different restaurants um, around town and around the Southampton area. Are you like the Times food critic? Is that what, is that what happens? Like <laughs> Do you turn secret, up and they go, the oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think, I mean, I get invited to a lot of things through the Southampton Girl, um, but now Southampton Focus and Eats is starting to get kind of its own name um mm. we do get invited to some stuff but because it's more of a business rather than kind of one blogger i have a few writers that do recipes for the website they go out and review things as well it's one of those things where it's mainly places that i just end up eating or mm-hmm. if people submit 
content or we repost other people's content. Um, just picking out different things from the moment, different things that we think people will like. Um, and now I've just started using Instagram Guide, which is really, really handy. So we've got a guide for so many different things and there's more um, kind of in the drafts ready to be released, which I'm excited about. So we've got one for... Um, pizza restaurants in Southampton we've yeah. got roast dinners we've got offers you have me at roasts go on then what, where's your top three places to eat around Southampton where's your favourites so my favourites at the moment um, I went to Blue Jasmine the other night and oh they my have, gosh it's stunning I know it's amazing isn't it sushi like sushi is my favourite food um, and they, they don't really do sushi but they make they do a lot of fish dishes yeah um, so that was really lovely. But they, we tried their duck and champagne experience, and that was absolutely amazing. One that surprised me recently was the stable. They've reopened opposite yeah. Ursula Bay. That was really nice. I liked it there. They're, they're advertised as a kind of a pizza and cider and beer place. Mm-hmm. But I went for their salad, and my friend had their vegan salad. And it was really, really good. Even for not pizza-related food, yeah. I would say that they're good. And they do a bottomless brunch that was really nice. And then third, th- I, I'm going to go with third is somewhere that I want to try that I haven't been to yet. And that's the new Ocean Grill. Oh, I yes. Yeah, but I've heard good things. I've and- heard amazing things there. So it's yeah. it's like the best steak in the world that's what they're bringing in and uh yeah i mean it just sounds phenomenal doesn't it that's just opened down in ocean village hasn't it yeah yeah that's the one i mean what more do you want like (laughs) it's in a nice area it's a beautiful restaurant amazing selection of wines and the best steak in the world i mean how much better can you get (laughs) yes exactly and you said about deals look we're always looking for deals is anywhere caught your eye with a good discount or a good little deal on something so i think there's a couple of places i know argento steakhouse do like kids eat free type thing there's bottomless brunches coming out of my ears at the moment which is amazing (laughs) because everyone loves a bottomless brunch because you get to pick what you have and then you can just continue drinking and not worry about going to the bar so I do love a bottomless brunch and I know that Crib in Bedford Place has just opened they've got a shuffleboard and oh my god that is the most addictive game you'll ever play once you start you'll be there for a good half an hour and that place is amazing that looks phenomenal I haven't I haven't been there yet but it just looks like something completely different it is it's so cool it's really nice um and they do the big dough company the big dough co and their huge pizzas and pizza slices are served in crib and i think they do two pound fifty slices after eight o'clock on a sunday so kind of like a sunday funday type offer but that's a good one as well it all sounds just look i'm starving hungry now i'm sat here talking to you (laughs) (laughs) i can't let you go this week without talking about the old love island right yes yes (laughs) so cassara moore came up and yeah. you were there. I was. It was a while ago. It was in 2017 that I was there. So it, it honestly feels like a lifetime ago now. But yeah. <laughs> and did it bring up sort of all those memories and all those feelings? Do you know what? I haven't watched it since. Is it because it's really boring this year? No, it's not <laughs> there, even that. I said I it. <laughs> I, no, I just don't really watch it anyway. I mean, I'm, um, I met Curtis who was with Maura, I think, in yeah. the show. Um, I watched a bit of their series, but I met him the other night, and we were both just saying that we don't 
watch back the TV shows intently. So I, I haven't watched Love Island since I was on it. And I, I watched a bit of the series that he was in, yeah. but only kind of intermittently. I'm, I'm, I'm not an avid watcher, which is really bad of me to say. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Is it, is it that that happens? So you, you're on Love Island and then when you come out of it, you think, right, okay, that's it. I'm done, you know. Yeah, I think so. And I've moved on a lot with kind of my career and different mm-hmm. things that, I do and it's kind of just in the background for me it was it was something that happened a few years ago and now I I don't think I'm very different as a person but I think the choices I would make as a person are That's Alicia Jade from Southampton Eats they say you shouldn't go shopping in the supermarket on an empty stomach I'm saying you shouldn't listen to that interview <laughs> when you're hungry as well because all I want to do now is order food I know that ocean grill just sounds phenomenal doesn't it and it's great news the stable has reopened as well that was always one of my favorite places to go love it love it and of course it is summer holidays so there are deals going on for free kids meals okay so morrison's are doing this is all free kids meals with an adult meal so morrison's asda marks and spencers bella italia sizzling pub and grill tesco hungry horse farmhouse inns beef eater and brewer's fair and pizza hut are doing an unlimited buffet (laughs) weekdays till 3 p.m and it's six quid for children you cannot they can eat a week's worth surely can't they (laughs) right and then you won't have to feed them for a while all those details are available on our facebook page by the way if you're not already following us please do look for the so so show on your socials Southampton's podcast, The So So Show. So this week, it was one of those funny weeks, like, uh, weather-wise, wasn't it? Oh, all so, over the place. I know, and just don't know what to wear. How about that rain on Sunday? It, it was crazy, came right? out of nowhere. <laughs> it was, and it was a month's rain in about 20 minutes, wasn't We're it? We're used to getting that level of rainfall now, aren't we? Where <laughs> it's like, go big or go home rain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, at least it's not that stupid rain, that piddly rain, It is hangs it? around you all know, day. Just nothingness. No. But you can't go out without a hood, right? All we need is a way of nature developing a klaxon that tells us it's coming. And then we're laughing. Like a weather forecaster. Well, I don't know. Like If Mother Nature had made trees capable of giving off a rain warning. I think that is autumn. (laughs) <laughs> I think that's what it's known as. Okay. Um, so because of that silly old weather, I decided I'm go- right, I'm going to be motivated. I'm going to clear the garage out. This needs doing after about four years of not clearing the garage How out. How come you've got a messy garage after we've had 18 months of lockdown? I thought one of the first things people did last March and April was just to throw all their tat out. I did. I threw it all in the garage. Okay, fair enough. It's all the tap that's come from the other bits of the house. Anyway, so I chuck it in the garage and I'm selling chairs, tables. Um, I think there's an exercise bike. Do you want a lateral thigh burner or something? I'm okay, thank you. My thighs are great. (laughs) They're not my biggest problem. There was a bike rack. There was a running buggy. I mean, like I use that. Um, <laughs> so I sold it all. I put it all on um, Face Bay and all that stuff. Oh, there was a there was a mirror as well. There was beautiful ornate mirror. It is impossible to take a picture of a mirror without getting a bit of view in it. So my legs were in it, and I had to put on the advert. Beautiful mirror. Legs not included. (laughs) Have you seen those pictures that do the round occasionally on Facebook of people who've been selling stuff online and have completely forgotten about the fact that their reflection will be in it? 
<laughs> the best one I ever saw of that was somebody had taken a picture of their weight on the scales, but it was a it was glass scales, and they were very obviously naked. <laughs> I've seen that with kettles as well, stainless steel kettles. Yes, yes. I think somebody got caught out this week cheating because they'd put a picture up of uh, of making a dinner and it was on the hob, but they had a glass splashback at the yeah, back yeah. and they realised that the person cooking had beautifully manicured nails and had a wedding ring on and, yeah, they were caught out by that. So anyway, I've been selling all of this stuff. I've cleared the garage out. There was loads of booze. Now, I know you're going to think, well, you had booze. And I'm like, "Mm, I know. But there was boxes of cider. There were boxes of lager. And they went out of date in 2016. Wow. I didn't really dare try it. (laughs) (laughs) But I look like a proper old soak now because my recycling, you know, my glass recycling bin is absolutely (laughs) chock-a-block. It looks as if I had a proper party while my daughter was away. Um, So I've I've thrown all this booze out and look, it hurt me to just chuck it down the sink. It was horrible. And I know where all of that cider came from. It was the last time that I went to the Isle of Wight Festival. And I think it probably sort of made me feel a little bit heartbroken throwing away this booze. So I've gone and booked a ticket for Isle of Wight Festival. Yeah. Oh, that'll be great. It will be, won't it? So it's me and a group of girlfriends. I'm going to go across. But we're like, okay, well, to go on the ferry, like it's one every three hours or something. But actually, have you ever got a water taxi, Simon? Not to the Isle of Wight, I haven't. I need to speak to somebody that would know about water taxis. It's just something I don't even think exists. But of course it does. And of course that week there'll be loads of people going across and back. So my travel to the Isle Festival almost always used to include my friend Luke, who was a dock master at one of the marinas in Hamburg. Wow. And I would secure the tickets... He would secure the transport. Okay. And he would normally borrow a boat with permission off yeah. the dry stack. There was one year we went over on a boat called Space Monkey, which was just <laughs> all fiberglass and engine, and it right. literally flew. Right. So we managed to find somewhere to um, tie it up in cows on the end of a hammerhead, which obviously we'd paid for rather than just dumping it. Yeah. Um, and then we got a water taxi up the Medina. Okay. And walked the rest of the way into the site. And that was great. And then when we came back, it was the heaviest rainstorm I think I've ever been in. (laughs) And we got to the boat and someone had tied another boat up against our boat. Right. So my mate, being very skillful as a dockmaster, managed to work out how we were going to get the other boat off our boat, then our boat out, and then put theirs safely back onto the end of the hammerhead. Then we got into our boat. We found out that the navigational computer wasn't working. Uh. And Luke was wearing his prescription sunglasses. Right. And it's 11 o'clock at night. Oh, no. With torrential rain. Oh, no. But it's all right. Yeah. Because just as we were about to leave, the Isle of Wight Ferry came past. <laughs> and we tailgated <laughs> the Isle of Wight Ferry all the way across. And he's saying, like, mate, keep an eye out on the left-hand side. In a minute, you'll see the cowshot tower. And then once we've gone past the cowshot tower, just keep an eye out over that side for a green light. That'll okay. be the entrance to them. So, yeah. Brilliant. I didn't realise until afterwards that he was absolutely babbing it the way across because yeah. he'd never sailed in those conditions before. I was completely at ease because I trusted my man to get me back. And yeah, we, you weren't aware of the danger until you got no. back. And we tied up at uh, at the marina and he got off 
space monkey and he took his boot off and it was like one of those cartoons where they <laughs> they tip the boot up and, the, and half the solent trickles out lovely so yeah to go okay, back okay so to your maybe orig- not then so maybe not ask my mate luke for a lift <laughs> But I'm sure water taxis do exist. And the ferries... I think they do, but I just... You know, it's just not a thing. You know, I haven't got an app on my phone for a water taxi. So are you going over and back in the same day, or are you... We're going to go over for the Saturday, yes. Who's the Saturday headliner? Do you know what? I don't know. That's really bad, isn't it? But... I gave up looking at the lineup at festivals years ago because I, <laughs> I, I, I never make it to anyone that I want to see. I so. think if I was going to go this year, though, I'd want to go on the Sunday night because Duran Duran will be superb. Oh, I love Duran Duran. They're amazing. Yes. So anyway, I'm going to the Isle of Wight Festival. Hooray! What else is going on? Okay, international cruises have got the go-ahead. So Southampton, like, it's all systems go down at the port, isn't it? Mm. All of these beautiful, amazing cruise liners coming in and able to go out past UK waters. Um, The other thing that's going on travel-wise is... They're discussing a Southampton tram system. I'm sure that you brought this up before, Simon. I think I brought up a Southampton monorail system. Oh, yes, that was it. And then we also had the suggestion that maybe we should have a cable car from Bitten all the way down (laughs) into um, Ocean Village. (laughs) It's downhill, isn't it? (laughs) We've pretty much covered off every potential mode of transport at some point in the last year. So anything they come up with now is going to be my Definitely ours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And the other things that are going on, these are some dates for your diary. There's the Cancer Research Shine Night Walk. This is a 10K. It's Saturday the 16th of October. Um, This is all sort of exercise-y things. Uh, Hendy Wessex Heartbeat Cycle Sportif. You can do 40 or 70 miles on September the 19th. I thought of you straight away, Simon. I'm working <laughs> on the 17th, 18th and 19th. Oh. So well, I you can put in 40 miles before you go. I could do 40 miles in a couple of hours, but they I just are. don't think I'm going to have the time. <laughs> With all the late nights I've got over that weekend. The Lord's Hill 10K was the, is the 19th of September. Got to say well done to everybody that did the Eastley 10K uh, last week. Oh, is that when they did it? Because normally yeah. it's kind of March time, isn't mm-hmm. it? I'm really pleased they managed to hold it. Yeah, it, it looked brilliant. It was amazing. And the Lord's Hill race is always a big one. Yes. So that's on the 19th of September as well. Uh, Wessex Swim Schools. If you have children and they love swimming and you want to get them into lessons, Wessex Swim Schools do have certain swimming lessons for one pound. Wow. Go and look them up. Um, And then Southampton Hospital's charity, they have started doing Race for a Million. This is a virtual thing. This is all to raise funds for Southampton Hospital's charity. So it's a brilliant cause and you can do it virtually so you can do it whenever you like. So you're down for that one, aren't you, Simon? Yeah, maybe. What have I got to do? (laughs) You've got to go running. Uh. (laughs) Oh, So you want to get loads of people involved to collectively run a million miles? Yes. I think I can manage one or two. For a million pounds. Yes, well done you. (laughs) When have I got to do it by? That is support. Uh, I don't know, sorry. Can I do it in 100 metre dashes over (laughs) a period of time? I I think they want to do it like, 
you know, it's it's in one day oh, okay. rather than, you know, 500 miles over five years. Send me the details. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, thanks again for listening. We love putting this podcast together. We love the fact that so many of you get in touch to tell us that you enjoy it. Um, and we love talking about Southampton. We love this place. Uh, Guildhall Square is the place to go at the moment for the summer holidays. The sand pit and they've decorated it and you get all the skaters down there as well. It's fab. And the stables reopened. And the stables reopened. That's got my vote. (laughs) Well, listen, have a great week. And you, Simon. And you. You've been listening to Zoe Hanson and Simon Clark on Southampton's podcast, The So So Show. 